Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Imagine you, you save for years and you buy a house or an apartment. You know, you lock yourself into a mortgage for 35 years, you go to work, you pay for it every single day. Even the most generous, generous among us might feel a twinge when social housing pops up next door and a family moves in paying very little in return. Now, of course, we need social housing. And some people are in situations where they'll never be able to afford their own home without assistance from the state, and that's understandable. No one's arguing that. But what about the facilities? Are they fair game too? The car parks, the playgrounds, the gym. Should private residents share these with social housing residents? Well, today an emergency motion was raised at Dublin City Council meeting this afternoon after segregation of social housing tenants in an apartment complex in the capital. Some residents say they aren't allowed to use the gym, the playground or the car park facilities like the private tenants. And they're calling this discrimination. But is it really discrimination? Let's be clear about it. Membership for a gym costs a substantial amount of money per year, which is added to your rent, by the way, when you're, or, you know, if you're renting or is added to the price of the cost of, the, of buying the apartment, to your maintenance fees. You know, um, to use the car park normally costs an extra five grand a year or it's added to the cost of the apartment when you're purchasing the apartment. You get a house, you pay very little rent if you're in social housing, you need a roof over your head, I understand. But do you need a gym? Isn't that a luxury? Should we not you know, respect the rights of the private residents to enjoy their privileges because they've paid for it? Or is that kind of privilege a a dirty word in today's society, this kind of privilege that people might have if they have extra money? Is it shameful to segregate? What I want to know is, should private residents have to share facilities with social housing residents if they're paying for it and social housing residents are not paying for them? Or is that discrimination? Is it discrimination not to allow social housing tenants to use the gym. Let me know what you think. The number, as usual, 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Monica, hi. Hi, how are you doing? How are you doing, Monica? I'm not too bad. You you have an ad there for the, uh, for the, the 80s and the 90s. What about the 70s? No. For well, the 80s and the 90s. What about the 60s and the 70s? Well, what well, about that ad? It's called Classic Hits, not Old Timers Hits. I know, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking. We do play music from the 60s and 70s as well. Oh, uh, no, no, I'm joking too. Yeah. Okay, well, so, uh, so Monica... I, I'm fine, Monica. Okay, so Monica, getting back to what we were talking about, is it discrimination? You know, you'll have to feel mean a bit because you, were, you came on with a lot of things and I lost you there oh, for okay. a minute. Yeah, but is it discrimination to, to tell people you can't use a gym if you're not paying the same rent? No, no, no. Um, it's not discrimination. But uh, uh, people don't want to use it if you're not paying. But sure as you can pay, I don't see why so you can't use it like, you know? Yeah, but, you're, but, yeah, people, but you're, yeah. people are objecting. Yeah, but you're in social housing. It's you know it, that's why you can't pay because you don't have the money. So is it fair that's then? Right. Yeah, well, is it fair then to tell people you can't use it? I know, but like, if you have no money, I think people should have kind of. Um, well, know, I, well, help. I, okay. Well, if the fellow around the corner for me has a nice Mercedes, now I can't afford a nice Mercedes. No, but no. so should should I get a loan of his one? Should he have to give me a loan of it or let me use it because I don't have no, the money? No, no, no. That's that. that well, that's is, yeah. Well, is that not discrimination by Mercedes not to let me have one? Do you no, get the, no, you get the no, point I'm trying to make? Discrim- 
just uh, it's just uh, a world of uh, of owners and complaining, and oh, yeah. they're not there. They're not there to help. You know, yeah. I'd like to. I, I'd like to help somebody if they couldn't uh, afford a thing. You know, I would. Yeah. But other people would condemn it, wouldn't they? Yeah, okay, but you don't think it's discrimination, no? No, not really, Okay, no. okay, well, let me go to Gavin. Gavin, how are you doing? You're in Ireland's Classic Gets Radio. Hello, Niall. How are things, bud? Good. Nice to talk to you, Gavin. Gavin, now, I mean, the councils are giving out saying it's not fair for social housing residents not to be allowed to use the private facilities, you know, within the apartment. But the argument from the private residents is, well, hold on, you're not paying for them. So you've got your house, you've got an apartment. I mean, what else do you want? Well, honestly, I think if you want to go to the gym and you want to pay for it, that's up. To, that's your call, you know, in fairness. Uh, if you want to do all that fitness crack. But as for playgrounds and stuff, uh, the problem that I see is, uh, just just bear with me, a few years ago, there was a, here in Fumoy, uh there was a... Um, a, a lovely place over in Beachfield, uh, mm-hmm. swings, rides, the whole shebang, and one girl accidentally happened to cut her toe off, you know? Oh, wow. And, wow. And she sued the council, and the first thing they did was they ripped everything apart and got rid of it. Right. So that's the problem, because it all comes down to money, 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 insurance, and all that. We have a beautiful facility now in my park, where you've got exercise kits and, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah, the outdoor ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all that stuff. And it's it's lovely for the kids. Like, But I, I honestly think if um, if people uh, go to the gym and do all that, I mean, that's their business. I mean, if they want to do that, they pay. Why should why should social welfare people pay for that? that that's up to, up to them. Do you know what I mean? So in other words, if they, um, if they can't afford it, well, then they shouldn't be using it. Well, if, if you, like, if, if you would say, obviously now you're making a few pounds more than me, I don't do the gym because I'm too bloody old and I couldn't be bothered. I don't do the and, gym either. Well, I'm just saying if you did, that's your call to pay the membership and do your stuff and whatever you want to do. I shouldn't have to pay for you to do that. Mm. You get me? Yeah, no, I get you, yeah. So but do we, not, if, do we not have a social, what they call a social responsibility to people? Well... What, what I see, he, especially here now in my own town, is um, we have the, the local park that is, now in fairness now, the council did do a lovely job in it. And it's, if everyone wants to go over there. But, like, I'm I'm living here in Rakarig and um, we don't have uh, parks and our playgrounds and stuff like that because I honestly think it's the insurance is, it, it's, it's bloody ridiculous. Because they won't put in the facilities because if, if Johnny Joseph cuts his finger, he's going to sue. And it's all down to money, 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 bloody money. I honestly think that. And if, if uh, another fellow wants to go off and we say he's in a private uh, cul-de-sac with, with their own stuff, that's cool. They yeah, can, yeah. Send the kids to the send the kids to the playground and all that stuff. And if they want to do the gym and they want to do all this health crack, more power to them. And they pay for that. But I, I don't see why. Um, so you so you don't believe it's discrimination? I don't know. It's, no. You see, all this discrimination choice, honest to God, is, is ridiculous. Because yeah, everybody kind of calls everything discrimination nowadays, don't they? Really. Yeah, but, yeah. 
God. They were on about fucking, um, sorry, <laughs> they were on about, um, what's it, Little Bo Peep or blah, 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 shit. You can't do it anymore. I know, you can't say it. <laughs> I know, everything nowadays is discrimination. <laughs> but, but, but hang on, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Fiona as well. Hang, well, hang on, Gavin. Uh, Fiona, how are you doing? You're in Ireland's class. I'm good, Dale. How's yourself? Good. Uh, Fiona, I mean, okay, so let, let's look at the situation. You know, people are renting yeah. privately. They're paying, I don't know, 2200 a month, let's say, right? Or they've bought yeah. it and they paid 400000 to buy it. They pay extra for the car park space. They can pay extra to go to the gym for their maintenance fees. Somebody moves in in social housing. They get a bit cheesed off. You have no right to be cheesed off, really. People just don't have as much money as you might have. But they get cheesed off then when people are using the gym and don't have to pay for it. You know what I mean? I mean, in other words, they're, what they're saying is, well, if you don't have the money, you can't use the gym. That's just the way it is. Well, that would be like, with all things, if today, you know, for example, okay, we don't have a gym where I'm living, but I'd have to join a gym. You'd have to join the gym, yeah. I'd have to join a gym. So I'd have to join the local gym. I get that. On the other side, if you bought an apartment abroad and then you have your swimming pool, you do have to pay a certain fee. Of course you do, yeah. Communal fees, to keep the place nice, to keep it clean. Yeah, yeah. To keep it everything. So I do believe whether you've gotten that house free or whether you're going to be working for the next 40 years to pay it off, you're all equal. You must chip in and keep the place clean. Simple as. And if you don't have the money... But sure none of us have the money, but sure we all have to do it. So no, no, but I'm just saying, if you, don't, if you don't have the extra, say, 1,200 per year for the gym... Should you be allowed to use it? Um, just because you, just because you're in social housing, see, or, you, or, or, you, do, or you don't have the five grand. The gym side of it, I I can bend or twist. You could bend or twist me there now because I'd say I wouldn't turn my nose if I saw the neighbour going in to use the gym facilities. Oh, what about the car park? For well, the car park facilities are usually about four or five grand a year in apartment blocks nowadays, depending on where you are. Yeah. So if you're well, if you're a social housing, you get a space. I personally think they have no business taking a house off the corporation or anybody else that's going to house them in a place like this if they can't afford it. Simple as. Well, they, give them an well, apartment where they don't have those pressures of paying for a gym and paying for something else. That's more realistic. Well, we don't, we don't so have, then there's no kind of discrimination on any side. Then man, you can't pick and choose where they're putting people because unfortunately we don't have those choices at the moment. I mean, it's just whatever we can put people. You know, that's just the way it is at the moment. Yeah. But, but, you know, the idea that you go in somewhere to, you know, a nice apartment complex, you're, you're given it at a very subsidised rate because you're social housing. Fair enough. And everybody, you know, we have a social obligation to people. But then you say you're demanding, well, I want to use the gym and I want a car park space as well. And you're going, well, hold on yeah. for a second now. You know, hold on. Are they giving you an apartment? I mean, I what more do you want? I think they're going too far. I think they're going but too far. I do. Sorry, say that again, Gavin. Isn't that their choice then? If they want to use a gym, they pay for well, it. Well, it, it, well, it is their choice. Yeah, but they're saying they don't have a choice because they can't afford it. It's like the rest of you know, I need a house, but I, I need a, a roof for my pony as well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. Remember that. <laughs> I want, I want, a stable, I want a stable for me horses. <laughs> but let's be realistic. <laughs> Sorry, Fiona. There's three quarters of the population didn't allow for all the expenses that we've had for hmm. that in the last 12 months. No. So none of us have budgeted for that either. Yeah. But we'll still have to do it. You know, I or I'm going to go to prison if I don't pay my bills, let's be honest. Yeah. So, is it that the government are trying to make criminals out of us? Uh, are they pushing too much pressure on us for money and for finances and everything else? Because if we don't pay our ESB or our gas, we get cut off. 
So if we don't pay our gym, well, then we can't go to the gym. That's the life I live anyway. Like, if I don't have spare cash this year, I can't join my local gym this year. Do you know? Yeah. And that would be my form of fitness. Do you know? Yeah. No, no, I get you. But unfortunately, I don't think anyone is going to listen to me when I say, but I don't have it. (laughs) You're just going to have to come up with it, that's it. Do you understand? So, like, I might sound very harsh now, but, like, I am a person who had to get a mortgage to get your house, to do what I do. So, like, even there now, all along, the people who could, you know, the pressure that was put on people, and God bless, like, yeah, they got money back from the government. But I didn't get anything back because I was working. So what benefit did it do me? Let's stay there a second, Fiona. Let me go to Alva as well. Alva, hi, how are you? Hi. How are you doing, Alva? Good. Good. Alva, I mean, I'm I'm kind of stuck in the middle on this one. On the one hand, people say it's discrimination not to let people who are in social housing have a car park space and use the gym. But on the other hand, you kind of say, well, you know what I mean? If you want to use facilities, you have to pay for it. I'm 50-50. Like, I see it from both sides. But yeah. I think I'm more, I'm more on the side of the private residence. Mm. I just think there's an unfairness there. Like, they've ha- you know, they're taxpayers and, you know, they're doing their best. Yeah. And it just doesn't seem fair. No, that you're kind of working hard, you know, and the bit of extra money you have, yeah. you might you might pay for the gym membership per year. Yeah. I, like, I don't think it's discrimination either. I think, um, you know, the social housing residents should have a choice. Maybe they can opt in to maybe yeah. contribute a small fee towards the gym if they wish, you know. I don't know. And what about, what about the car park space? I mean, no, normally with an apartment, you just buy the car park space. It comes, you know, if you're buying the apartment or if you're renting, you pay extra for yeah. a car park space. You know, well, I, mean, I mean, it shouldn't be free. No, I don't. it shouldn't be free. I mean, it shouldn't be free for anyone. Well, it's not free for anybody. But this is the point. But but if you're in social housing, people are they're demanding that we should get a car park space. We might have a car. We should get a gym membership as well. Otherwise, well, it's discrimination. We get social a viral, then we take a the rent. Like... The rent is based on your income, so maybe they could adjust it that way that your car park is priced based on your income as well. Yeah, but I mean, they're, they are luxury items, aren't they? Yeah. You know, I mean, a gym is a luxury item. A car park no, space yeah, in an apartment no. block nowadays is a luxury item. Yeah. Your car yeah. park is not a luxury item. Well, well, it is nowadays, and certainly in an apartment block because space is so limited. I mean, you can buy an apartment without getting a car park space. That's a luxury. It's an add-on. I live in the country now, so I wouldn't have to do it. You need to move to Dublin for a while to understand how bad that is. <laughs> you, you buy an apartment nowadays, you don't get the car park space with it. You even buy a house, by the way, you know, some of the terrace houses nowadays, the city houses, you don't get a space with it. You have to buy the space. That's mad. And how much then is the space for something like that? Uh, a car park space can be anything between, I think, about five or ten grand to buy. Um, or you can rent them for a certain amount of money, depending if you're paying rent or you're purchasing or whatever it is, yeah. You just buy it. Mm-hmm. Again, now it's like another pyramid scheme, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You're afraid to mention something in case they put a cost on it. <laughs> well, but hang on. Let me, let, me, let, me go, let me go to Melissa as well. Melissa, hi, how are you? Good evening, Nile. Um, I just want to say, like, I've dealt with um, ghost estates yeah. in the past yeah. where people would have paid 375000 and we said, um, we're only three minutes in the city. So, like that, any of the houses, um, with the whole 
change turned over where we had all council housing estates. Get my rock, for instance, in Limerick. And I said, this isn't working. Let's go in and put it all down. And there was integration then. And let's remember, people that are in social housing may have had their house, their mortgage, could have had a death of a partner, could have had a serious illness. I want to put their house there because I came across and, um, now, can you go out the back garden or up the stairs, Melissa? Because your phone line is just—it's really oh, difficult okay. to We're understand. What you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah unfortunately, where, wherever you live, Melissa, unfortunately, we would love to have you on more, but wherever you live, it's so difficult to understand what you're I saying. I understand. Is this better now? Yeah, that's so I just better. want to explain what happens when this integration came in of more elderly um, put into these. What to do with these? ghost estates because they were abandoned and not finished and there was houses never sold and that's when the council came in and sold houses or took houses for the housing list so we would have had say five on the housing list ended up in one of these very expensive private estates and like what you said you know there was the cutting of the grass every year and these sorts of things now every child deserves to play so no one should ever stop a child going into a playground that goes without saying in my mind. Where it comes to the cutting and the grass, it was we helped those social people in there get on the local residence committee and they went out and they helped cut the grass if they couldn't afford to be bringing someone in. And that's what we did to get over those barriers. When it comes to the car parking space, it's actually bought us. Um, down here in the States, I do understand the apartment blocks are a little bit different, but I don't believe that the council bought the house without a space. So that's already paid for. Um, yeah, I know, but but okay, and, but yeah, but that's that's fine. I know I understand the situation you're talking about there. It's yeah, a kind of right, different so situation. I'm, I'm but but no, hang on, yeah, but hang, hang on, Melissa. Let's let's get back to the point we're making here. In a lot of apartment blocks in Dublin currently at the moment which are privately owned and there are people, you know, an integration of maybe 10 or 20% social housing as well, right? So somebody yeah. goes into these nice developments and, you know, they purchase them or they rent them privately, right? So they pay a maintenance fee then every year of maybe two or three grand on top of that for the car park space and for the gym. Now, somebody else goes in on social housing, they get it for a much more reduced rent, uh, subsidised rent by the state, obviously, and help by the state, but they don't get a car park space and they don't get membership for the gym. Now, if you want to join the gym, you can. Is that discrimination? Is that discrimination? No, if the car park space didn't come... But they don't. They, yeah, they don't. Not. Yeah, but you don't get a car park space automatically with an apartment when you rent it or buy it. Well, in fairness, with planning with apartments, there has to be a space for every apartment. The majority now, you're talking about a very minority that wouldn't have a car park space. No, no, no. I, I, I think you're all misguided here. If you rent an apartment in Dublin now privately, you don't generally get a car park space unless you're willing to pay extra for it. You, they, well, they do. Well, they do always have enough spaces for everybody, but you don't get one unless you pay for house it. Without a park, a parking space, like people in social housing, it doesn't mean they don't work. Do you I, know? No, I, I, I didn't say. I didn't say it meant that. But okay. Uh, well, let, well, then let's not focus too much on the car park space. Let's talk about the gym then. Yeah, I want to go back to the gym. Now we have a gym built in our housing estate here. We have a GE pitch. We're very blessed, and um, we have uh, a soccer pitch. Now, the soccer pitch put in for money and for a gym. And the whole thing was it was going to be government funded. And I'll bet you a pound a penny. That gym and that residence committee 
went to the government for government funding. I doubt it very much. It's a private development. We're talking about private developments. Yeah. We we, yeah. we all need to be 100% sure here what we're talking about. This is not a county council estate with government funding for, you know... Sorry, excuse me, I'm sorry. Everyone is entitled for only the sports funding even in private, if you have a local residence committee, well, yeah, there, yeah, you but there might be a playground but, okay. or you can build a gym. Okay, but in the area, in the vicinity maybe, or in the housing estate where the apartments is, there may be a separate community centre, there may be a separate community centre and sports hall or something that you might be entitled to use. We're talking about in well, the private I, development of the apartments. I that they got community funding oh, for that gym. Okay. Now, I would imagine I that it. If people are paying for membership, and I've been a membership in gyms, and then there's other gyms for those social welfare people. They to, they couldn't afford the membership, but they can afford to go when they want to go in. I'm sure the gym should be glad of the money to keep up. Okay, but the, the, okay, but that's the, the point. The question I'm asking, Melissa, is should people be giving it for free who can't afford it? Not for. I think they should be allowed pay no. going in the door when they use it. Well, I'm sure they can. I'm sure they can well, if they want to. What the problem is that well, the problem is that they don't want to pay because they said, why should we have to pay? We're social housing. We can't afford it. And they should help out with the greens and the grass and help go out and be on a committee. But Melissa, they're saying they can't afford it. That's why they're in social housing. They're saying they're being discriminated against because they don't have well, the money. They should buy themselves dumbbells, so... <laughs> Yeah. And I don't, I, but I'm, I'm trying to give solutions that have worked and I've dealt yeah. with areas like this and they have worked. Let these people on the committee see what they can do to help and be a part. Otherwise, you're segregating those children and those children will go against each other in that area. And that's not good. Well, OK, well, Alva, is that a fair point? You're segregating people. Well, well, hang on, let Alva just respond to that. Okay, well, hang on. Alva, we're segregating people, according to Melissa, so we shouldn't do that. We should come up with a better solution. I, yeah, there is solution. In my opinion, I don't. I never knew it was a thing that private residents would even live in the same place as social housing residents. Oh, they do. Yes, of course. They do for years. I'm like, yeah. I, I see. I'm not sure if I like that idea either. What in what respect? In what I'm saying is like this is this is what's always going to happen. We're always going to have these arguments because there's always going to be the unfairness there. So you pay three hundred quid for a two bed apartment, and somebody moves in next door for technically for nothing. Yeah, I, I just I I, I oh, very, or I very low rent. House, I, yeah. Now, unless the the neighbours are you know the social housing residents are working and they're part of. You know, they sign up to be part of whatever it is that gets involved in helping out the rest of the estate or whatever. But I don't know. There's just such a big unfairness here. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, that, Melissa, I have to be honest. Over the years, I've talked about that situation. You know, you spend your life saving your 30,000 deposit, your 40,000 deposit. You buy a nice, nice house somewhere. And, you know, your blood, sweat and tears. The two years are working your arses off, paying your taxes. And then somebody moves in next door who's on social housing, maybe who's not working, let's for example, who's on social housing, and you go, how is that even fair? Yeah, I did get come across a lot of that night in my working community, and I would have got a call, and I called to the house, beautiful houses now, they're just stunning, yeah. like, and there was just five, and now this happened during all the ghost estates, remember, so, you No, know, but I mean, just addressing what Alva's saying, is it fair? Time. Is it fair? 
Um, well, the lady said to me, I don't want to come out and see someone drinking beer on the doorstep. And the lady next door to her dramatic, terrible stuff. And I said, you think everyone in, that just is on a social housing list is an alcoholic or a drug addict? I thought that was unfair. She was beyond horrible. And the poor woman living alongside her coming in, and I knew her personal story. And, you know, but you do, I mean, statistically, Melissa, there's more social problems in social housing than there is in private housing. But they do kind of pick and choose who they put in on the list. As do they? You know, no, they no. fit in well yeah. into the area to a certain extent. Yes, that no. does exist. Okay, yeah, sorry, Alva, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, Alva, so, well, uh, hang on, Melissa. I Alva. Maybe are elderly and yeah. stuff. Okay, yeah. Melissa, hang on. Alva, sorry, you were trying to say something there. Go ahead. It's, it's definitely true what you're saying is that there's a there's an estate near me, there's a few social housing estates near me, but this estate I'm going to tell you about started off as a private, a private, privately owned housing estate, brand new build, back in the height of you know the boom times and everything, and they mm. were for sale for about between seven and seven fifty at the time. Fifty percent of those houses now are social housing, and I drove around that estate only recently. It's very, very run down. You can tell the ones that are social housing, they haven't been painted in years. There's toys, broken toys out on the front lawn. It's just a disgrace. But then there's private owners attached to those houses as well. And it's just so unfair. They've paid so much money. Every house on that estate is worth nothing right now. Mm. I mean, I, I, that I, housing estate, they would have been left in an empty housing estate in a, a, on a building site. No, 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 yeah, we're not talking about ghost house. We're not talking about ghost estates. She's just saying yeah. that what happened was people bought private houses, which is devalue the whole area. Ghost estates, Nile, all over the country. We're not, yeah, but we're not, yeah, but we're not talking about ghost estates tonight, Melissa. We're talking about a situation, a housing estate. But where she's saying that but it's unfair. When the council came in and bought them houses yeah. and got no, people no. off the list. Yeah, no. Melissa, every single housing estate has about 10 to 20% social housing. All right. They have now yeah. because yeah. it's the new planning law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's since the mid 2000s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the point Alva is making is that it's unfair that somebody pays three or 400,000 or indeed an apartment and, you know, and pays maintenance fees for a gym and then somebody else moves in you know, for free or for an unreduced income because she said it devalues the area. And she also, in her own words, says you can spot the people or you can spot the houses that are social housing versus those who are paying for it. Yeah, I get that. Um, and in that situation also, Niall, there was um, a management company that would come around and do the lawns there, but they've now stopped because they, they probably don't, don't even see the point, you know, because the whole place is a mess. You know, they're not going to do one Well, it wouldn't be that, that, that they wouldn't be paid, I'd imagine. I wouldn't. The management uh, groups, well, usually the, the, the local residents would order in a local guy to do the management. I, of think, the, I think the point I was making is that there used to be obviously a private management company that would come in and maintain the area, but now because most of the houses are social housing, they're not getting paid to do it anymore. They're not getting paid. Yeah. yeah. So. And a lot of those homeowners that bought those houses originally don't even live there anymore. They rent them out to people on HAP. So now the whole estate is just run down, not looked after, and no one, none of the original homeowners want to live there and will, ne- will not be able to sell their houses for what they, for what they got. Yeah, well, hang on. Let me just go to Rory as well. Rory, I, I'm listening to what Alva was saying with great interest there, but Rory, you know, getting back to the original story, which is based pretty much on what Alva was talking about as well, you know, that the haves and have-nots, I suppose, is what it's all about, really, isn't it? And, you know, if you don't have the money to go to the gym or have a car park space, are you being discriminated against because you're not being given it? Well, first point I make, 
is that gym, most gyms are not used most of the time. That's true. Right. Right. It's also, it's a bit elitist, but still, if they build more gyms for more people, then people would leave, live, live healthier lives and cause less lean on the health service in their older age. Because we give, uh, what do you call it, free childcare to certain groups who are having children, they need to help out. Why don't we give free gym members to the others who are more, more likely to need it than Okay, others? well, that's fine. Well, why, why would you give free gym membership to some and charge others 1,200 quid a year? Just because they have it? That doesn't they, seem fair, does it? If they're foolish enough to do that, well, then... Oh, that doesn't do make it. any sense. So, in other, in other words, Alva, if she wants to the gym member, if she was living in a private rented apartment in town and she wants to join the, the gym in the, the complex, she has to pay 1,200 quid a year as part of her maintenance fee or whatever. But somebody else doesn't have to pay. So the only reason Alva has to pay is because she works hard and has it. Does, does that sound fair? Well, I would question why it's £1,200 oh. a year. Okay, well, it is, but I'm only making up that figure. I don't know how much it is. Uh, well, okay, well, yeah. well, if we're talking bass tax, we're talking bass tax. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, the facilities in the development, be it the playground, the gym, the car park space, the general facilities that are available that don't come with the price when you rent. So, so you expect these people to uh, somehow become less healthy, more drain on the system, because you don't want them near you. What do you mean you don't want them near you? I, 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 I don't think Alva has any issue, or anybody has any issue with anybody being near them, as long as they pay their way. Well, they're already living in the same apartment, so what's the big jump from going from the house next door to the gym under the floor? But are you missing? Are we all missing the point here? Yes. Yeah, Alva, am I? Am I? Is there is there something wrong with the way I'm explaining this? Oh, it's too early for this. Oh, it really you know is, what? isn't it? At the end of the day, but the point is, it's actually discrimination against the private homeowners uh, to expect them to pay and not the others. I think that's what the discrimination is. I think you should get all lock, stock and barrel of the facilities of the same block that you're in to everybody. And it's in for those in for those who pay and those who don't pay. It's irrelevant in, as far as in, you're concerned. In the, same, in the same block, you should get the same services. But the people who are paying, say, let's say the car park spaces, for example, if you're giving away a car park space essentially for free, or, you know, for a very subsidised income to somebody on social housing, well, then somebody has to pay for that to the developer. So the developer then will put up the cost of every other car park space by a percentage to cover that cost because he's not going to get the same amount from the state. So what I'm saying to you is, invariably then, the people who are paying are paying more to pay for those who don't get it. And, and I understand the social cohesion and the social responsibility we have to people, but if you're already giving somebody a roof over their head, having their bins collected... You know, and and providing other payments, maybe I don't know, depending on somebody's unemployed or not. You know, I mean, there's a limit to what you can do for people. Yeah, uh, the car park. Well, giving them a gym membership. What happens? Okay, if I'm driving a Merc, should they get a Merc too? 
No. Well, I mean, it's a luxury. So is a gym. A gym is a bloody luxury. It's not. A gym is not necessary. It's a luxury. Why not? If some people think it benefits their health, well, then it's not necessary. Going on a holiday benefits my health, but I don't get it for nothing. I have to pay for it. Do you know what I mean? Well, there are other issues about going away on holidays, but oh, we won't go yeah. into that. I don't have any issues of going away on holidays, Rory. What's, well, what's your issue with going away on holidays now? Others might have. What's the issue? Environmental being one. What? Going away on holidays? Yeah, well, the Greek government just today announced they are limiting the number of people that are allowed to go to the Acropolis. Venice are stopping the number of tourists coming in to Venice. Well, I think that's for other reasons, apart from anything else. Anyway. No, no, because... Yeah, well, I won't, be, I won't be stopping to travel on a flight. Yeah. Uh, why? I said I won't be re- reducing the amount of flights that I take. Well, that's up to you and your conscience. I don't... It's not up to... I don't... What do you mean up to me and my conscience? Well, if you want to... Born up more fuel than anybody else. I don't care. Yeah, and my next car actually will have a bigger engine than this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you have. I'll take responsibility for destroying the planet. I'll take my own responsibility for it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't worry about my responsibility, and I won't worry about yours. uh, No, we all have responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I won't worry about your responsibility if you don't worry about mine. We, we, for those we leave behind, we should. Uh-huh. You don't want it to leave it worse uh-huh. for your children. Yeah, well, that depends on who you're listening to, doesn't it? Oh, sorry, Rory, I could go off on a tangent on a conversation about climate change, which is where you seem to be destined to go at the moment. No, but but it's, not. it's not where I'm going. So the conversation I'm going to stick to is you believe that everybody's entitled to everything, basically. Sure. That's I the way you say that. Well, well, you kind of say, you, say But you kind of are. You're saying if you're giving it to one, you should give it to everybody. Well, if there's facilities within a block... Yeah, that, that are private facilities that you pay for, yeah. Yeah. Well, who made them private facilities? Is it just me, Alva, or am I losing the will to live tonight? <laughs> trying to explain this. I'm the same. I'm the same. I mean, I, I just don't get it. I mean, I understand the social responsibility we have you know, to people who yeah. can't afford, because obviously not everybody can afford to rent privately or, or buy a house privately or whatever it is. Yeah. But there also has to be a limit, you know, because otherwise you discourage people from even having any, you know, responsibility whatsoever. Well, like, I know you've spoken about this subject many times. Nice. And in my own circumstances, I was on a waiting list for a house for te- over 10 years, offered one, I said no, and... My family then pushed me to take it, so I did. And for the four years that I lived there, I was miserable. So I moved out and bought a house. Mm-hmm. And I think the way it goes with social housing, like you said before, you know, it should only just be for te- you know temporary for a short time while you raise your family, but then you should move on when you're able to. Mm. And, so ma- and make that house available for somebody else. For yeah, yeah. yeah. And, if, and if you better yourself, in other words, you do well then. And I know people who had got social housing and then did really well. One person in particular I know was really successful and earned a six-figure sum, but still lived in the social house. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what... That that's doesn't make what, sense. I mean, it should allow you the freedom, the space to be able to do that, you know? So we'll stay there because, Billy, how are you doing? Noel, how are you doing? Good, Billy. I'm sorry I don't have a huge amount of time, but, but I mean, the, the oh. gist of this story is that residents... I've, I've heard the gist. I've yeah. got the gist of it, Niall. And look, if, if I want to go to the gym, any gym around here, 
have to pay. Mm. That's that's it. Like it's not a it's not a, you know it's not a social thing. Maybe the point with the playgrounds, maybe Dublin City Council should go in and take ownership of those playgrounds and buy them off the developers so the kids have access to them. I have no problem with that. But in terms of the gym, any gym in this country, you pay a membership fee for. There's no such thing as walking into a free gym. You're either a member of a club, you're a member of the gym. That's it. Like, or I a don't... car park as well, the car park. A car, a car park, as you said earlier on, most car parks and apartment buildings now, you're paying for. So. Yeah. You know, if if the if the private resident who's purchased or is renting that at full price, you know their rent or their the price in their car park space will go up. To I know somebody who bought an apartment or was renting an apartment in town. It was two thousand two hundred for the apartment, but two thousand four hundred mm-hmm. if you wanted a space. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you what, I've, I've got a friend who who lives in Germany, and the, you know it's it's more than you're probably paying about six hundred a month. In for an apartment, space. and I've been yeah. for a space, and I've I've been in the in the basement of the apartment, and there's no cars because no one's paying the cost to rent them. Yeah, but you know they're there, and you if you wanted to go with your apartment, well, so if I'm on social housing, should I get a space for free? No, well, that's what they're saying. They're saying it's discrimination because they won't give it, them a space, it, they won't not, give them a gym it's membership. Not, it's not discrimination, Niall. It's it's a case that it is, you know, if as I said, with with the car parking space. Is it discrimination if, sorry now, maybe you know about this about the story, does the private resident in that building automatically get a car parking space? No. I'm, assume, I'm assuming not. No. So if, if, a, if a social housing resident doesn't, it is not discrimination. And for the gym, they pay a yearly fee, a management fee, which includes the cost yeah. of the gym, which is, I don't know, as far as I know, most of these places, somewhere between 1000 and 1500 a year that you would pay. So, or, or could be a lot more, depending on the apartment uh, block you live in. So, you know, with the, the, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's probably 1500 or 2000 for the, the full management fee, and a, a chunk yeah. of that goes to the gym. So maybe it's the case that that chunk... For the for the gym should be taken off, and you know if you want access to it, that's what you pay. You're not paying the full management fee. Dublin City Council is subsidising that for you, or or the Department of Housing subsidising mm. that. That is not discrimination. But they're luxury that items, is- aren't they? I mean, they're luxuries. I mean, well, we, it, we, we it, just finally, finally, Billy, just because I've got about thirty seconds. But the point I was making earlier on, which kind of branches into a slightly different section, of it, that you know, you buy a house in a nice housing estate for four hundred thousand euro in Dublin, let's mm-hmm. say, right? And it's a nice. You won't four hundred thousand won't get you a nice house in Dublin anymore. Say four fifty, nice leafy suburb, right? Beside Ryan Turberty, and you you buy a nice house. And then they move somebody in next door in social housing. Firstly, Alva says you'd know immediately because they may not look after it as well as you would because you're paying for it. And my mother used to always say when you get something for you, don't look after it. But that's not always the case. Yep. I don't want to tarnish everybody with the one brush. But is it fair? Well, unfortunately, Niall, it's, it's the way that, you know, the county council can come in and purchase any house that goes up for sale. You do not have a say about who your neighbours are going to be. But is that fair? Is that, as Alva said, is it, that, I mean, Alva's worked hard. She's got a house. You know, would it be fair that somebody else moves in next door? You know, of that course, doesn't pay. Of, of course it's not fair, Nile. But unfortunately, that is the, the, the market that's here. That's, that's the way the, mm. the system is. The county council can bid openly to any house in any local authority in the country. They can buy it. And once they do, they can move in whoever the hell they want. And you, as a paying property owner, do not get a say on who your neighbour's going to be. And anyone who moves in, like Alva could be living anywhere, and it mightn't be a social housing tenant that buys it. It might be someone who's inherited money, and they might be just as bad. This so is, we, this we, is don't, we don't, we yeah. don't get a say in who we live beside, and that's that's just the fact okay. of the matter. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, thank you, Alva. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Nile Boylan Show.